0: The following podcast contains information and real stories about sexual assault and or violence, which may be triggering to survivors. From sporting
1: in the morning newspapers, a third allegation of sexual assault by afternoon to, to
0: afternoon. to share her story of sexual abuse. Abuse. bravery and the strength of Grace Tame Another former people staffer like alleging the man had run his hand up her thigh in to After, process after a rape allegation and a question and time sex scandal, happened. In 2016, the Australian Bureau of Statistics estimated that 1 in 6 women and 1 in 16 men have experienced some form of sexual crime since the age of 15. On top of that, most major studies indicate that 25% of young women between ages of 15 and 21 will experience some form of sexual crime within that 6 year time frame. This is far too high. In a time where the world is changing so fast, sexual crime seem to be regularly dominating the news which begs a question, why is this and how can we help prevent it? I'm your host, Byron Dempsey, a 22-year-old podcaster from Sydney, Australia. Join me as I interview Brent Sanders, one of Australia's most respected communicators in the field of sexual crime, criminal profiling and personal safety in secondary schools and universities. He may have been to your school. Having spoken to over 900,000 students on the subject, this podcast aims to educate young people around the reality of sexual crimes and the severity of these crimes. Together we explore the legal definitions as well as the ethical and moral, wrapping these up in metaphors and stories in an easy-to-listen-to and easy-to-understand way. Welcome to this episode all right welcome back to the podcast we're gonna be talking about online dating sexting nudes anything to do with online in this realm of conversation Um, obviously this is very prevalent for young people on i think i don't know what percentage of people are meeting online but it's a very high percentage higher than 50 percent on top of that COVID 19 been locked inside international people locked inside sexting has never been higher Mm. um there's a lot of stuff going on with that so i'd love to just get your thoughts on this obviously you've been doing this for 25 years Mm. 24 years 25 Mm. years Mm. so you've probably seen that shift happen Mm. oh definitely what are we looking at when it comes to sexting and around legal yeah
1: look it's you're, you're right you know there was a time when i was doing these talks where um yeah we didn't even have mobile phones yeah and or they were a fairly new thing now, if you've got a group of 100 year 10 kids in the room, you say, Well, who's got a smartphone? Well, 99 of them have. Yeah. You know, so yeah, look, and phones are great. You know, the phones are great as a parent. Um, I know as, you know, my kids went through high school and stuff, and I've now got a son overseas and things like that. You know, phones are fantastic. You can maintain contact and everything else. But of course, as with all of this technology, there can be a there can be a dark side a downside to it, and and what I'm finding and, and you're quite right, uh, Byron, that um, in the talks that I do over the years, there's a there's an increase in discussion around sexting, what's appropriate, what isn't, mm-hmm. what do the laws say look it's really interesting some years ago i was down in adelaide and i was um i was invited to present down there to three schools um and then after my presentation i was up i was up on stage and there were these three schools and there's quite a large number of students i was on stage the head of the south australia sex crimes unit was on stage and there was a judge on stage and they could ask any questions and a lot of the questions that came forward from these year 11 students was around this sexting images and things and You know, I can't paraphrase it, but interestingly, the judge was the one who I think had the greatest impact, and he he was basically saying to the young people in the room, he said, you would be amazed at how many young people, usually young men in their teens, end up in my courtroom who are charged with high-level offences of transporting um, pornographic images, child pornography, and Mm. he said, those... Those laws were never designed to be used against teenagers for misuse of phones. Mm. Because when I was in the police, you know, 100 years ago, a lot of these laws were there about um, transportation of child pornography and things. And, and we used them to break up pedophile rings and mm. things like that. Now, we were back in those days, um, in the 80s and 90s, we were talking about hard copy of pornographic images yep. that was being brought in from overseas and being distributed. Those same crimes have sort of sat there over time and just been sort of adapted to adapt to um, technology and 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 mobile phones and and digital the digital age. So their origin comes back from policing pedophile type rings and things, but they are more likely now these crimes to be broken by teenagers and often teenage boys. Yeah. So the questions that I commonly get around this, Byron, in my talks. Um, one common one is um, what about if two people, say, yeah, 10, year, 11, just as an example, are going out together and they, they maybe exchange images, nude images, naked images, and they're both okay with it. What does the law say about that? Well, look, the law would say this. Technically, technically under law, it's an offence to be in possession of a naked image of a person under 18 in Australia, even if you have that person's permission. Mm. Now, if we look at the spirit of that law, it's there so that we can prosecute adults who have images that they get from children who yeah. who allow
0: them to have those images. Yeah, so mm. that's why we have to have that law. Similar to the age conversation we had. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. The original the original reason that law was put in place is not kind of why. It's
1: to protect children
0: from adults, not to police 15 and 16-year-olds. Exactly. And so
1: when when we have a law in Australia, and there would be similar laws overseas where it says that being in possession of a naked image of a person under 18 is a criminal offence, regardless of whether they know it or not. So why is
0: that if um, 16, you're sexually Mm. an Mm. adult? Why yeah. is it under eighteen? Yeah, there's
1: a lot of these conundrums under the law, right. aren't there? That's just how like, it is. It, well you, you 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 can you can <laughs> you know you can you can have sex at age sixteen, but you can't buy a pornographic go yeah, on pornographic website till you're eighteen. So, you know, it, it's bizarre. Yeah. There there's a lot of conundrums under the law. Here's a question that I would you know, the question that I often get is two people going out together, say year 10 year eleven, and they exchange some images. Is that an offence? Look, technically you could argue it is because each person is then in possession of a naked image of another person who's under 18. But I can tell you the police aren't going to pursue that. Mm.
0: They,
1: they, that's not what that law is there for. So then we go down the line and say, well, okay, what about we take the next step? What if that those two people are going out together? What if they break up? And let's say the guy, and again, usually it is, not exclusively, it doesn't have to be under the law, but you've got two people going out. They could be two guys going out together, could be two girls going out it doesn't matter, but... Let's say one of them with the images that they have without the permission of the other sends them out. They've broken up and they've either they've got the shits or just for a laugh or whatever, they think, mm. oh, I'm going to send these naked images of this person yeah. out to my mates. That'll show them. Who will then show it to their mates. So then, and then in a month or six weeks, let's say the person who's a subject of those images is at a party and people come up to her who or come up to that person who they don't even know and say, hey, look, we've got all these naked images you on my phone. And that person mm. starts freaking out. This is often where the police get involved. Because what we have here is a person, and let's say, just for the sake of the argument, it's a young woman who's allowed a young guy to have some naked images of her. And she was okay with that. But at no time was she okay with him distributing them to his mates, to their mates, to their mates. So what we have here now under legal interpretation is the transportation of child pornography. Mm. She's under 18. It's naked images, and it's been transported via a digital format. So what you're saying so, is
0: he was fine until he distributed them. Yeah. It,
1: the, the situation where they're both okay with each other having the image is, is one that technically you could argue it's an offence, mm. but the police would say we wouldn't get involved until such time as somebody reported that that image had been distributed yep. or shown to others, okay? So, the trans- so each person who received that image is receiving a naked image of a person who's under 18. Now, people often say to me, well, what if that image is sent to me? I didn't ask for it. Mm. just comes to my phone, and I open it going, I don't want that. Yeah. Well, technically, you haven't committed an offence because you're not in control of what's sent to you on your phone. Mm. So let you just say you delete that. Well, that's you're not going to be charged. But if you send your that image to someone else, yep. now you are transporting that image, mm. and you know... <laughs> that it's come to you without the permission of the person and you know you have no permission to send it or yeah, show course it to not. you so that's where those uh investigations can go and um and i have had sadly no shortage of young people who something like that has occurred to them um i had a, a young woman many many years ago at a school who was going out with a guy quite a bit older than her and he was encouraging sort of coercing her and providing naked images for him and she sort of thought well maybe this is what happens when you go out with somebody older tragically he had a number of other young girls that thought that they were going out with this guy as well same thing and i think it was a friend or a friend of a friend that stumbled across some of her naked images on a website right on a Mm. on a social media or like on a on a website and bottom line was, he had been gathering all these images from all these different young women and selling them and stuff like that. Now, this put her in a terrible situation that not only had she been in a relationship with an older guy that her parents wouldn't be too happy with, she prov- Provided naked images which her parents are going to freak out with. Now he's posting them and it's gone, it's sort of gone viral. Mm. Um, terrible situation for that young girl to be in. But she did end up, in this particular case, she ended up with her parents reporting it to the police. They started an investigation and the guy was charged with a massive amount of high level offenses. Yeah. So if you, if anybody listening into the podcast has ever been in, or in the future, is ever been in a position where a naked image of them is distributed without their permission. It's a criminal offence. If that image is of a person under 18, it's it's legally classified as child pornography, but it's still an offence if the image is of a person over 18. It's yeah. just a different offence. Of course. So let's say you've got two people at university going out together, and they exchange images. And then one transports that image without the other ones. Well, now this is the unlawful transportation of pornographic images. Hmm. The only difference being it's not child pornography. Yeah. It's So it's not... The the, the whole child pornography thing is more serious because it's children and things like that. No, that's extreme. But it's still an offence. The flip side of this is what if somebody sends me images that I don't want? Nudes or, you know, the dick pics or or whatever Mm. it is. And they're being sent to someone unsolicited. They don't want them. They're opening it up. They're offended. But this is also a criminal offence. And it becomes a more serious offence if the person that those images are
0: sent to is a child. So be yeah. to clarify what you're saying is the person who sent the images mm-hmm. is committing the crime. Correct. If they're sending unwanted unsolicited. Yes. Yeah, unsolicited. Yeah. So
1: let's say a young person has a message on their phone or what's this, they open it up and somebody has sent them naked images, which is really confronting and offensive to the person who's received. They haven't asked for them. Yeah. Um Very that's disturbing. a that's a that's a criminal offence. And obviously when children get caught up in this who have those images sent it becomes more serious and, and this links back to again the origin of these crimes is pedophiles adults
0: sending naked images to children or yeah. vice versa and this is a big one because kids have phones from like 11 years old nowadays yeah they're yeah. on snapchat by the time they're 13 yes which was snapchat was designed to send nudes that right. was its original design. Right. You could send new to someone, yeah. then it would disappear after ten seconds. Yeah, unless, evo- you, unless you um, screenshot, screenshot it. Yeah. it. Yeah, it's evolved since then, obviously. Yeah. yeah, But like that was the purpose of that platform, and so this is yes. very, very prominent Look, among it, young people. It, it,
1: it is, it is, and and you're right. Uh, it, you know, sending an image, that push of a thumb to hit send. Once that image is gone, you, you have zero control over what happens to yeah. it. And it, it may be somebody who, at the time of you sending it, respects you and you're in a relationship. But look, respectfully, most school schooling age relationships aren't lifelong relationships. Yeah. So at Could some point, weird. they fall over. And when they do, that's often when this stuff happens.
0: Now, hopefully, you're not dating someone who would, even if you had a dirty breakup, would send your photos. No. I'd like to think. Mm. But, you know, it can happen. It happens a lot. It I can think. happen. Um, so, sending of
1: images without permission is an offence. Um, being sent images to you that you didn't ask for, which is sent, which offence, it can be an offence. The other one that comes up a bit, Byron, is what if somebody pressures me into having to send them notes? Yeah. This is also a criminal offence. And that pressure is often, starts off being a, oh, can you send something? or oh, no, I don't want to. Well, you better send it, otherwise this might happen, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. So we're moving into that realm of blackmail mm. to elicit pornographic images which again becomes even more serious if that pressure is applied to a child and and things such as that so i've i've been involved in um, a number of those whereby um, a person is placed under ongoing increasing pressure so they might relent to that pressure and send one image hoping that it's all finished the person with it then comes back and says now if you don't want me to send this out or show it to all of my friends, you have to do this, this, or send me more. Yeah. So it starts down this rabbit hole and gets worse and worse. So, sadly, um, I've had some involvement in those, uh, which is also, you know, it's a criminal offence. Another one um, that I had some involvement with a few years back was um, a situation where a couple of Year Ten boys pinched another guy's phone in in class guy was in front of them swinging backwards and forwards on a chair, mm. had his phone in his pocket, and as he was swinging back, his phone was almost slipping out of his pocket. And one of the guys leant forward, and as he pulled back, grabbed the phone, as he went forward, yeah, took yeah. the phone. Now, at that point, and, and this, is, this is often how these things sort of evolve, I don't think those two boys premeditated anything. They just grabbed the phone, and mm. the guy, for a laugh, stuck it in his blazer pocket. Yeah. Year 10 students. Then the bell goes, and they've got this phone. I go, well, okay, well, what are we going to do? Oh, I know, just for a laugh and you know, here we go again just for a laugh why don't we go into the toilet at school and get a few dick pics on this phone and then send them to all the female oh names on gosh. the phone So how is that a laugh come on well, yeah so, so th- this is how it starts yeah. we pinch this guy's phone I tell you what would be funny doing that so they do this these two guys do that then they go and he's got Twenty-three or whatever female names, so they send those images that they've just taken of themselves out to all of those. Then, having done that, they take his phone, and they put it back. They put it back into his school bag, which was at his locker. He comes back after recess, something picks up his phone. He's already starting to get texts from all these women going, mm. well, "What are you doing?" These girls, you know, he's in year ten, so the majority of female names on his phone are fifteen and sixteen-year-olds yeah. who have just been sent these pornographic images. So. What the boys who did it thought was just funny, a bit of a laugh, is actually technically quite a high-level criminal Mm, offence. Because like 20 20 people. Yeah. And they're underage. Yeah. He freaks out, goes to a teacher, says, hey, this is what's happened. Teacher goes, okay, you know, when did you last have your phone? Worked out. It must have been taken during mass. The principal brought everyone back into class, got them to sit where they'd been sitting, Mm. right? Um, Long story short, they identified the two boys that had done it. Now, I got a phone call from that principal at about half past seven that night who'd had all the parents in the whole nine yards and he said to me look just want to clarify with you what are your thoughts is this a mandatory reporting case meaning do i as the principal have to pick up the phone and notify the police on this Mm. i said yeah definitely i said because what you have there is pornographic images who have been sent in this case mostly to children which is a criminal offense of a sexual nature as a principal if you're aware of that you're under mandatory reporting you have to report it i said all it would take It's for one of those girls to show one of their parents one of those images. And you're gone. It goes to the police. Okay. They know who sent it. It's a boy from X school. Mm. They come in, speak to the principal. What do you mean you knew this? You didn't report it. Now you're in breach of the law. So he had to actually pick up the phone and call the police. So what ends up happening is these two year 10 boys who were then suspended for this action are now potentially facing 23 counts of transportation of pornographic images to children Mm. and the police get involved. Now, what happens in the end of all that? Well, I don't know. It's none of my business. But I guess where I'm going with this is oftentimes these situations start out low-key, a few silly decisions are made, and then we transition from something which is a bit silly, a bit foolish, a bit regrettable, to a full-on high-level police investigation. Mm. So my, my, my message to anybody listening to the podcast is you need to be exceedingly cautious with what you send, what you do with images that you have on your phone. My other message is to anyone listening in, if you are ever um subjected to any of the stuff that we're talking about in this segment, um there are a whole lot of laws, a whole lot of crimes that have been committed if you are exploited or in any way exposed, you know, to any of this type of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think it's so important and I think the point you made about how it starts off small mm. and can be started off as a joke and it can skyrocket into something like that is, yeah. is massive. Because I, I think a classic example would be, oh, you know, maybe you broke up with your girlfriend or something, you've got a nude, you're just like, oh, just show my mate just mm. to show what she looked mm. like. Mm. He then shows his mate, bang, 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 bang. Mm. Within a week, the whole, whole year group has these photos of her. Yeah. Now you're under the pump because you've distributed. Yeah. It. And you know,
1: if we apply the absolute letter of the law, and I don't want to get too bogged down with it, but, you don't even have to send that naked image. Using your example, which is a really good one, of your ex-girlfriend, you don't even have to send it for a crime to be committed. Just showing it to your mate right. on your phone mm. is a criminal offence. But it's not as easy to track down. It's yeah, not as yeah. easy to track down until an investigation's done and we're interviewing somebody. And the police have got a bit of leverage, yeah. and the guy ends up saying, "Yeah, okay, well, you know, yeah, he did show it to me." Oh, so this guy showed you. Where, where were you when he showed it to you? Oh, we're at school. Mm. What? Okay. So your friend showed you images of, yeah, mm. it's a criminal offence. Yeah. Um, I had a guy, um, year 11 boy, dropped a phone into uh, an Apple store to be, it was playing up to, to get serviced. And um, he'd been in a relationship with a year 10 girl earlier in the year. They'd broken up, nothing nasty, quite amicable. But that during their relationship, she had sent him quite a few images that he had on his phone. And he came up after one of my talks and he said to me, he's a nice young kid, he said, He said, look, said I had these images on my phone. I'd pretty much forgotten they were there. I had Mm -hmm. no intention of doing anything nasty with them or anything like that. But he had to drop his phone in Mm. to the Apple store at Bondi Junction in Sydney to be serviced. And just by chance, this person servicing the phone, they plug the phone into a computer that goes through this whole process of trying to identify what the problem with the phone is, keeps throwing up these images of this naked girl. So the employee of Apple has to go, okay, we've got an issue here. (laughs) This is a young, this is a man, a young, a bloke's phone Mm. with naked images of someone who appears to be under 18. So now the Apple employee has a process by which they've got to protect themselves. Puts their hand up, calls a supervisor over, doing a service on this phone. There's a whole lot of images of this one young girl who's naked. Mm. Does she look under 18 to you? Mm. Supervisor's got a 16 year old daughter. Says, I don't reckon she's 16. He's right, she was 15. So what do Apple do? Put the phone in a Ziploc bag, put it in the safe, call the police. No way. So now the police come up. So you've got two young uniforms come up, get the phone. Now they've got to – so Apple have gone, okay, now it's your issue. So the police have got this phone full of these naked images of this girl. So this guy says, I've got to knock on the door. Police to stand there with my phone and a Ziploc bag. Are hmm. you such and such? Yep. Yeah. Did you drop this phone Apple? Apple yesterday? Yeah. Are your mum and dad home? Yeah. Why? We we need to chat to you about the images on this phone. Because he's in possession of pornographic images. Oh, that's rough. So he's now he's telling me this, not in front of all his mates, big note himself. Yeah. He's telling me the story, he said, because this could be of some value to other young people who attend your talks. So the police went through each image and asked him, does she know that you have this image? Have you shown this image to anybody? Have you sent it to anybody? Mm. They did it for each image. Then at the end of it, took a statement. Then they said to him, so just to be clear, when we go to this girl's house as we will now and show her and her parents these images, which we have to under law, she will tell us that she gave you permission to have them. He said, yeah, okay. And that's what happens next. And what this is, it's two police who are protecting themselves by applying the law. Because Apple was protecting themselves Exactly And so this is how this process Now this boy technically hasn't done anything wrong So now they're at the girl's house The police have to show her and her parents these images Oh my gosh To confirm that she knew he had them You see, because their viewers He could just have got these from someone else Yeah So the the police could be showing the girl the images And and she goes, I have no idea who this guy is Mm, mm. But turns out, no, I know who this guy is We used to go out together, I allowed him to have them At the end of that process, the police turned to the parents, not to the girl. She's 15. Turned to her parents and said, would you be looking at laying charges against this young boy for being in possession of pornographic images of your daughter? She's under 18. It's a criminal offence, even with her permission. Mm. Parents said, oh, goodness, no. No, no, no. no. We know this boy. We believe our daughter is, in essence, as responsible for the situation as he was. Then mum says, has he send any of these images to anyone else without my daughter's permission Mm. because if he has i think perhaps then we'd look at what our options are police said at this point we have a statement from him saying that he hasn't however in cases like this we have to send the phone off for analysis to ensure that these images haven't been transported um she said he said we will do that and we'll get back to you she said oh What would our option be if he'd sent some of those images? The police said, oh, that's a criminal, that's a federal offence. That would be the transportation of child pornography. Mm. Now, when they did a check on his phone, thankfully for him, for the girl, for the the people. They did the check? Yeah, they did the check. Under law, they do do a check because it's like, well, we need to tick off all our boxes there. And this is the young boy telling me. He said, they came back with my phone and said, look, we've checked it. It all stacks up. We'll just give you a warning and you've got to delete those images off your phone. And he said to me, this young bloke, he said to me, he said, what if when I dropped my phone at Apple, the images of that girl weren't of an ex-girlfriend of mine? Mm. What if they were a mate's ex-girlfriend Who'd sent to who me. just for a laugh, he sent them out to all the boys in the footy team or the boys in the, in the band or whatever it is. What if, what if that had been found? I said, well, ask yourself. Here's a young girl with her mum and dad sitting next to her mm. going, who the hell is this guy? Mm. And who else has them? So, so easily these situations that can start off being even, in essence, consensual in some degree, can turn. So that was a young guy in year 11 who dropped his phone in to be serviced.
0: That is Just got to be careful. That is an unbelievable story. Got to be careful. That is full yeah. on. And mm. that's really cool they told you that. Mm. I think that takes a lot, of, a lot of courage. And
1: he, he came up to tell me because he said this could be of some value for other people who have done what I did. Well, I mean, yeah. look... <laughs>
0: it's just an ins- I, I, I can't believe Apple could even see the photos to be honest that surely there's a privacy thing there no
1: they can't I, look do you know what I, I actually went into Apple with a phone I had an Apple phone that was playing up a couple of years ago I went into the same store he did now, the only reason I got served straight away is the young woman in the genius bar had gone through one of my talks at a school yeah. for three, or four years earlier, and she said, oh, I can probably do it for you now. Go and have a coffee for 20 minutes, or you can just watch. I said, oh, I'd be interested in how you do this. My phone was playing up. Yeah. They literally plugged my phone into a computer, and they put it through the service check, and it just goes through all different areas of your phone, mm. and it throws up different things. And he had said in my phone, I've had photos that have just disappeared, been deleted. I've, When I unplug my phone in the morning, it's on 100. I send a couple of texts. It goes down to 2%. So they're doing all these checks of his phone. Mm. She did the same thing of mine. And it goes like 100 miles an hour. Mm. Took 15 minutes. She unplugged it and said, no, we can't fix your phone. It's under warranty. She went out the back, got me a new one. He did the exact same test that I did. But it yep. was just that he had to go away and leave his phone. Yep. Guy upstairs is doing it. Boom. And these images pop up. Yep. Wow.
0: It's as gone. easy as that. Yeah. Easy as So that. I think the key message here is just just be careful. Got to be, be careful. Be careful. And understand, yeah. look, if you send it, when it's on the internet, it's there forever. Mm. It is never going to leave. Mm. All it takes is one person to screenshot it. They've now got it. You now they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. And people on the internet are ruthless, is mm. what I've seen. So I think just be careful. Obviously, once again, as it, the same goes with every conversation, we're not saying don't do this stuff. Just be careful around it. Be mindful yeah. around it. Oh, look, you know, w- when people ask me these questions, Byron, my.
1: When I'm answering these questions, I'm not sort of waving my finger at them, saying you've been done the wrong thing, you've been naughty. I'm just sort of people are saying to me, often through personal experience, Mm. what if I've allowed somebody to have my image and then I suddenly discover they've sent it out to Uh half of Sydney? It's a criminal offence. You know, what if somebody sends me stuff I don't want and it's really offensive? It's a criminal offence. What if somebody pressures me into sending them stuff that I don't want to? It's a criminal offence. What if somebody has an image of me and they use it to try and blackmail me? It's a criminal offence.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, this has been a powerful episode. Yeah. I think it's super relevant. Any just real quick final thoughts on it? I think we covered everything.
1: Look, I think I think that's about it. You know, I I um just finally, I remember um, some years ago, a, a year twelve student talking to me about how an ex boyfriend tried to use images of her that he had on his phone to manipulate or coerce her into having sex with him. So this is this is God, where phone images falls into the issue of consent that we spoke about earlier. She met the guy at the party. They'd been broken up for a couple of months, had a chance meeting. Really loud in the lounge room, lots of music. Went outside for a chat. She said, as soon as I got outside, I realised that his view of us going outside was different to mine. Mm. He started to try and get a bit intimate. She wasn't interested. Long story short, um, he uh, sh- he said to us, oh, so you don't want to have sex with?" She said, no, look, of course I don't. I didn't come out here for that. And he's like, oh, but we used to go out and stuff yeah, yeah. and He said oh so you're just going back inside she said yeah pretty much so she walked past him and this is just another example of of how people can be manipulated or coerced or there can be an attempt to do that to gain a sexual gratification right hands in his pockets as she's walking past he says oh you're going back inside she said yeah of course i am he said okay fair enough he said look you know those photos of you i've got on my phone and she stopped and he said, you know, the photos I'm talking about. He said, I kept them all. I've still got them on my phone. He said, um, if you if you go back inside, I might just start sending them to some of the boys in the lounge room just for a laugh. Now, you sure you don't want to have sex? Wow. Now, that, under legal interpretation, is coercement, manipulation, stroke, blackmail, blackmail yeah. to try and coerce a sexual act. Now, she gave the guy a mouthful and went inside. But her question to me was, too, she had, what if at that point I'd gone, oh, my God, I'll be destroyed if those photos are sent to his friends. So Mm. I ended up doing with him sexually what he wanted. Is that consent? No. No way. Because you have been coerced, manipulated, blackmailed into doing it. Secondly, her question was, what if I'd gone inside and he sent those images into his friend? Is that a criminal offence? Yes, it is. Now, he didn't do that, but yes, it would be. And I would
0: say if any girls or guys listening to this or anyone listening to this, you now know that the criminal offence. So if you do get blackmailed, you can just throw it in their face, be like, "That's a fl- that's five years in prison." If mm. you do that, I'll mm. call the police. Oh, you know, you know what you're talking about now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, and and it's you know, look, most people are decent. We've been saying this throughout these podcasts, yep. and most people do the right thing. But sadly, and and phones are fantastic, phones are great, but but as with all of these things, there's an underside, and, and if you do the work that I do, you speak to enough people, you hear these stories all the time. I mean, I could sit here for another two hours just running oh, off stories, of course, and but. I guess what we've done in this particular chat is covered off on the most common questions I get and, and hopefully some examples which are beneficial to those listening, You know, whether they're young men or young women or what, doesn't matter. Um, this hopefully has answered a few questions for people. I, I think so.
0: So um, yeah, that's it for the technology, social media conversation yeah. with photos and nudes and stuff. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for making it all the way through this episode. After hearing the contents of this podcast, many may realize the sad reality of what has happened to them. If this is you and you seek help or guidance on what to do next, please click the link in the show notes. It'll redirect you to some resources as well as a helpline if you want to talk to someone anonymous. As you'll hear in other episodes, Brent and I do mention how important it is to start talking to someone, whether that's a family member, a friend, or it could be someone anonymous on a helpline. Um, They are trained professionals and we highly recommend you start this conversation as you'll hear as well. In no way do you have to report this crime. This is completely up to you. But know that there are resources and links provided in the show notes below should you seek guidance.